Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Fantasy Football Frenzy. All right, folks, you want the edge? It's time to get on the grid. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. I'm your host, at least for now, Mr. Jim Day, your sister's favorite sportscaster isn't with us yet. He should be with us soon. But, of course, we always have the Mr. George Kurtz, who never misses a day. George, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, yeah. I, I, I told him, uh, Chris, last week, uh, I got to get it to my contract, though, that I can have Fridays off. Because everybody else seems to have Fridays off. Greg gets Fridays off because it's his wedding the next day. Chris is taking a couple of Fridays off. But I never get Fridays off. I'd like a three-day week. Yeah, I got Friday off, too. But believe me, you didn't want what I had. When I had you Friday were dying. Off. <laughs> believe me, stuff was coming out of me from all sides. You didn't want that. <laughs> probably not what I wanted to hear, either. Yeah, really. Probably not. And, of course, folks, if you're watching us on YouTube, that's fine. You can also watch us on Zumo TV. Uh, channel 719. Find us on all the podcast sites, uh, iHeartRadio, all of them. You can always find this show everywhere. We are live every Monday through Friday at 1 o'clock from 1 to 2. So come on out. Make sure you're checking us out. And let's get into some of this crazy news that's happening now. And, of course, we got to start with the big news. Um, Colin Kaepernick getting a chance for a tryout on Saturday. Um I don't. I don't know how I feel about this anymore. I, I, I want to hear your opinion on this, George. Is this a waste of time? Is this just a gimmick by the NFL to try and appease people, or are they legitimately going to give him a chance to see if he can still play in the NFL? I'm going to go with a choice too. There, I think it's a gimmick by the NFL to appease everybody. I don't think there's a chance in hell anyone signing him. It's been three years since he played. That's one. Two, you sign him, you bring the circus along with him. Right? All the media is going to come there. It's why no one ever signed Tim Tebow. Right? Because same thing. You're going to bring the circus with them. And teams don't want that. Or they always say they don't want those distractions here. So I don't think there's a chance in hell that he signs. You heard Kaepernick say yesterday, oh, I can't wait for Saturday uh, to practice in front of the GMs and, uh, and coaches. There's not one GM or coach that will be there. I mean, maybe for the four by teams, if they're interested in Seattle, Green Bay, uh, Tennessee, and the Giants, maybe. But nobody else. They're, they're getting ready for the game the next day. No one's showing up to this. Well, well, some underling will probably be there for most teams just so they could say they had somebody there. Uh, you know, I, again, I, part of me wants to see him get signed. I, I, I can't believe that he couldn't be starting over the likes of a Jeff Driscoll or somebody like that. And those guys are starting, you know, this week. So I, I can't believe he doesn't have that talent to do that. He was on the downslide when he was released. But, you know, hey, he's a talented young kid. He's got speed. He can move. You know, let, let's see what happens with, with all this coming on with Lamar Jackson and how well he's been playing. Maybe some team could do the same thing with Colin Kaepernick. Now, I get you. I, I hate all the garbage that comes with him. Unfortunately, that's today's USA, and that's just how it is. And, you know, race plays into freaking everything, and it's a pain in the ass. I hate it, every facet of it. Uh, I don't care what color of person's skin is. They're either good or they're bad. Otherwise, it doesn't matter what color they are. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to me. I, I want to see if somebody takes that chance or, if, you know, if absolutely nobody takes the chance, if he goes out there and looks good, 
and nobody takes a chance on him, then at that point the NFL just looks worse. Uh, you make a good point. Yeah, you know, what if nobody shows? What if nothing happens here? I think Adam Schefter reported late last night that this might not happen anyway now. Let's go in the other direction. I mean, it, it is what it is. I, like I, said, I don't think it's going to matter much. because <laughs> He hasn't played in three years. So he's going to be rusty. You know, like I said, yeah, no team's going to, at this point in the season, I think if he were to be signed, Jim, it'd be in the offseason. You could sign him in, you know, March and then deal with the circus. Then it doesn't matter as much. You're not going to worry about it dealing with it during training camp or the mini camps. But you're not going to want to do it now. I think this is much ado about nothing. I think what you said, the second one is right. I think it's just a uh, sort of a gimmick here for the NFL to save face. No, no, we tried. You know, we gave, we gave a workout there, but no one wanted him. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just and not that's very enough. possible as well. And we know how the NFL works with things like that. So that's definitely a possibility here is that he goes out there. There's like eight people watching him. Um, and, of course, he comes away with nothing. So that's definitely a possibility. Um, okay, so let's move on. I'm, I'm done with Kaepernick for now. Um, here, here's another gimmick. Uh, the Jets owner, Christopher Johnson, comes out today and says, Adam Gase is going to be our quarter, our coach through 2020. Now, every time it seems like an owner comes out and says that, the next week the coach is gone. What's your thoughts here? I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page that Gaze should be gone. But what's your thoughts here? Is is this should Gaze really be packing up now? Yeah, the old vote of confidence never a good thing. If last year when you get a vote of confidence, it means things aren't going well in the first place. Uh, so yeah, I think Gaze has got some issues. I'm so, what, but what's he gonna say? What's what's Johnson gonna say? Oh, he's gone. I'm firing his ass. You know, next week he's done. He's not gonna say that either. So he has to say he's going to keep. So the players keep playing hard for him. Sort of has no choice here. I mean, I think we talked about this in the offseason, Jim. I, I'm surprised the Jets hired him in the first place. He shouldn't have had the job in the first place. So the fact that he's going to get fired, the one and done, is not shocking to me. So, yeah, I think he, regardless of what Johnson says, I think he's gone after the season. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'd be surprised if he actually makes it through the season. Um, you know, they, they got a little reprieve by beating my Giants. Oh, good for you. Um, yeah, it's just that he's not making any right decisions as far as I'm concerned. Says he wants to get Bell more involved and then doesn't. Um, you know, they against a, a bad secondary of the Giants, they don't even get Robbie Anderson involved in the game. You know, it's just too many mistakes going on over there for my liking. And I believe it was you that mentioned, I do so many shows these days, but I believe it was you that mentioned if you get rid of him, though, you got to get rid of his GM. At the same time, so why not just clean house of everybody and just start over? You do, right? Because he, he hired Douglas pretty much, or he wanted Douglas. So, yeah, unless you think the GM of Douglas is good on his own, you're probably firing him too. But then again, is that the worst thing to really start from scratch here? Don't you sort of need that? I mean, it was it was, it was a disconnect from the beginning. I mean, the owner or the, or the former GM wanted Le'Veon Bell, even though Gase didn't. You know, I may not be a Gase guy, but if the coach doesn't want a player, you don't sign the player. Because that means he's not going to fit into the system. He's not going to use them properly. We're seeing that happen here. So that was dumb in the first place. The Jets, are, they're a disconnected organization. They really are. And listen, over the next eight weeks, the Jets got to figure out, is Sam Donald the man? Because they're going to get a top pick again, more than likely a top pick, top 10. And a quarterback might fall to them. So they, well, they, well, they can trade up and get one. They got to figure it out. You know, I, I think he is. I think Donald is a good quarterback. Um, had a bad game, <laughs> got ripped because of his one comment about seeing ghosts, and it's still out there. And you know, but I think we saw at the end of last year the kind of quarterback he can be with an offense that's moving. I think he gets all a chance 
and should be able to do something with it moving forward. Uh, but we got a lot more to cover, including going over Thursday night's game, uh, getting into that. And, of course, week 11, we'll start to get into that a little bit, too. But uh, hold on. We'll be right back. This is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on Sports Grid TV Network. Come on out and... Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Folks, welcome back to Fantasy Football Frenzy. We've got a lot more to cover for you. Of course, we are the Sports Grid Network. You can find us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Check us out. Everything we do over there, all shows, 24 hours of all fantasy, all gambling, all sports. Uh, come check us out. Do everything you can to follow us. We appreciate it muchly. So let's get back into this. Um, some more news and notes, of course. Um, one of the ones I thought was pretty amazing is Matt Stafford is, is practicing today. Um, you know, it, it, this guy seems to play through a lot of everything. I mean, uh, they said he had some more broken bones in his back. This is what they said he had last year. Uh, he played all last year, but obviously not as well as we expected. Uh, this year he's been playing well, but now the back preps craps up again. And, you know, he's out last week, this week. You know, he's supposed to be playing. looks like he's back. He's against the Cowboys. What's your thoughts on Stafford here? Is this somebody you're going to stay away from uh, unless you absolutely have no choice? Or is he, you know, if he plays, if he practices all week, are you feel comfortable getting him into your starting lineup, George? I do have him in a league or two. I play in a lot of Superflex leagues, so uh, I have him. Uh, I didn't obviously start him last week, and I, I have. I think I had a decent backup. Didn't even go uh, to Driscoll, but... Do I want to start him this week if we find out he is definitely going to play? Probably not, Jim. Uh, so once again, and those things I think I'm covered. I don't think I have a quarterback on a buy where I have to settle with somebody bad. But those back injuries can be tricky. Maybe it's fine now. It's Wednesday. Maybe by Sunday it's not fine. What's going to happen after a hit? He's going to get hit. You know, is that going to flare it up again? Oh, we've seen these broken bones. Broken back sounds bad, but we've seen this before. They're little small bones. Usually I think in the lower back. I think Tony Romo played through one once. He didn't play well. You know, but you can wear a flak jacket and maybe survive. Uh, but the bigger thing for me is they usually don't play well. You know, it's hard to get loose. So you, you, you've got to be worried about it as a quarterback. You're going to get hit there. It's going to hurt. You know, so it'll depend on what else you have. But I would lean towards, no, I don't want to start Matthew Stafford. Not unless I have nothing else. Yeah, I guess I'm with you. If if he practices in full all week, we hear nothing about setbacks. and. You know, again, I'd play him over somebody that I haven't, you know, would rank him higher than in a normal week. Uh, so I would do that, but it really is will depend on how much he practices and whether it's a, you know, a consistent full practice or not. So for me, we'll have to keep going. Here's another big bit of news that probably nobody really saw coming. I know I didn't totally forgot about this guy, uh, but Devin Funches is actually back at practice this week. Uh, practicing today, he's eligible to play this weekend. Indianapolis is down, you know, Hilton and Paris Campbell, although now they're talking about Hilton getting closer to coming back. 
won't be this week, but maybe next week. Um, what's your thoughts on Devin Funches if he comes back this week? Is is he somebody you want to take a chance on if you're really getting hit by the injuries and, and the bye weeks this week? I mean, you know, not the you know greatest thing, but Giants, Green Bay, Seattle, and Tennessee are all on bye. So that's some good wide receivers there that are not eligible to play this week. Is he somebody that you could actually stick in a lineup uh, and take a, you know, as my friend Cecil always says, Cecil Lammy and, and Sigmund Bloom, a what-the-heck flex play this week? There's a lot of news coming out of Indianapolis, actually. Funchess returns. Brissett is expected to return. You mentioned Hilton. And they're going to stay with Vinatieri. Uh, they're not going to replace him. Yeah, that's uh, surprising like, to me. It really that's is. shockingly. <laughs> uh, you can make an argument, Jim, that if they had a, uh, you know, not Vinatieri, a normal kicker, they'd be 8-1. I mean, yep. he's missed a lot of kicks that have cost the sure games is. here. But it also might tell you, hey, there's no one else out there. There's no good kickers out there. All right, Funches, probably not. Certainly not his first game back. Uh, they don't look for big things here. They're playing, what, Jacksonville division game here. Funches, I'm, I've got him in, the, in that deep league that you set up. You know, he uh, he was on my IR, so he'll be back on my roster. But I'm not dying to put him in. You know, he won't start for me. I'll need to see what he can do. Even on, you know, even in a good situation, he'd be a, a flex. Right, wide receiver three at best. And this is not that. Once again, when players come back from injury, especially long-term injury, which this one was, I need to see you play. I just need to see you play. Funches is a tight end playing wide receiver. You know, he's not somebody who's going to you know, get deep and go for those deep balls. He's a red zone threat because he's big, large. He's got the wild, large wingspan. But I'm going to need to see it first. I won't be starting him. Yeah, you can't start Devin Funches, guys. Come on. Oh, hello. Oh, look who it is. <laughs> what is up, guys? I, am, I apologize. Another voice in there. Uh, you know what actually happened? My computer got a virus about a half hour ago, and I was on the phone with the technician, and I had to pay for uh, spyware to protect my computer because well, you know you stop watching Trojan the porn virus. sites, you won't have this problem. I don't watch porn sites on the actual computer. How about that? I know better. I know better, but still, I still got some. I have had the computer for five years, four or five years, so I guess it was due for something to happen. But I digress. I mean, it was just terrible timing. But I am back, and we were talking about funches. We're talking about football, right? Uh, I wouldn't start punches. I mean, yeah, you roster him, right? You're rostering him, but, I mean, Hilton might be close to coming back, too. It looks like he was sidelined at today's practice, but, you know, there's a chance he plays. He'd probably be a game-time decision. If he doesn't play and you're in serious trouble and you're desperate, maybe you throw Funches in there because they have really no other weapons right now besides Pascal and uh, the two tight ends, which I don't trust either right now, you know, Ebron has been better, but I don't trust either. Do you, Taz? Well, trust is a big word. <laughs> yeah, trust is a big word. Especially when we talk about tight ends. Trust is a big word. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just got a question on Twitter. I am surprised that Brissett is practicing in full and looks like he's going to go this week, though, so that should help. Well, was you speaking quick? of quarterbacks, I just got a question here. And, oh, uh, would, you drop, would you drop Philip Rivers? For Derek Carr or Nick Foles? I wouldn't do it for Foles. I would seriously consider it for Carr. Yeah. Yeah, Rivers is droppable. Well, they're well, all, you know, he always seems the top to come on <laughs> strong in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. He always gets his game his right act together. Same thing with, with Allen. Allen always seems to start out relatively slow in the first half of the season and then just catches fire in the second half. He's got his full complement of weapons uh, with Henry 
healthy and playing well. Mike Williams on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I, I still have Rivers higher than the two you mentioned on the, my rest of season rankings. Let's see. I have I have Rivers at 16. I have, uh, uh, let's see, I have Foles at 23 and Carr at 24. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just I, I don't know what to expect out of Foles in that offense now. We'll have to see. Right. I think he goes back to, you know, beating D.D. Westbrook, and we'll have to see what happens with Chark. That scares me a little bit. Mm. And Carr, you know, he has some good games. They're playing good football. Oakland's playing a lot better than people expected, no doubt about it. Uh, Ty Williams has made a big difference there and has become a big playmaker for them. And Waller. Waller, who started out great, is slowing down a little bit as they get more other people involved in the passing game. So that's a definite concern. But, yeah, I think I'd stick with Rivers just because of his, his history of playing better in the second half. Yeah, and the, the long-term factor. I think Rivers is better in the long term. I know Carr has had a good year, but he's not really a great fantasy quarterback, you know? He's getting like 18 points in fantasy. It's not enough to be a guy you want on your roster as I am assuming this is the QB1 for this person, so he's got obviously issues at quarterback maybe. He's a decent QB2, a fill-in guy for like a, a week this week versus Cincinnati, but you know tough matchups or if it's not one of these horrible defenses, you're not starting Carr. Rivers you could start because you know if he starts catching fire, that's a guy you could throw in there because he, if he throws the ball a lot, he puts up numbers. I, I mean, he, he could put up numbers. Well, he got I, his I do want to clarify one thing. Five out of Carr's last seven starts have been over 20 fantasy points. Five out um, of his last He didn't five. have a great game this week against uh, the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Only had, look, 17.3, depending on your scoring. Right. Somewhere in that range, 17, 18 points. Uh, but uh, three weeks before that, he'd all been over 20. Um, yeah, sure. He, he struggles against some of the best, better defenses, but most of them do. Yeah. Um, he's got two good matchups right here coming up in a row against the Bengals and the Jets. Yes. And then Kansas City. Um, then he's got the Chiefs, which are su- surprisingly a, a very tough matchup for passing games these yeah. days. Um, you know, so he, he does have a, a tougher schedule down the final bit where he's got the Titans, Jaguars, Chargers, and Broncos. So, right. yeah, I think I'd stick with Rivers. Yeah. Yeah, I'd stick with Rivers. You already got him, and I think it's the better long-term play also. All right, we'll be back after this on Fantasy Football Frenzy on a hump day with Jim, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. I am back, and I apologize. I'm here for the rest of the show. Be right back, man. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you'll get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. 
Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the dunk, promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to get your 10% off now. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Hey, Chris, back to you. There you but go Chris, right wait, there. Before you get going, the, the, uh, one, of the, one of the guys that from Daily Roto has hit, I think, two weeks in a row now, has hit 100,000 plus playing yeah. DFS. Um, Chris, Drew? Uh, oh, man, I, I had his name written down and I forgot my notebook. With Colin Drew? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, might be, yes. Colin Drew, I think, hit 120K, yeah, recently. I think he did it two weeks in a row. Yeah. They're killing That's it. That's pretty damn nice. That is nice. So there you go, dailyroto.com. Check it out. Want to play DFS? I mean, you got to you got to be a pro to make the big money consistently. I mean, otherwise, you know, you're you're in shocks waters. And that shows right there. Colin Drew two weeks in a row over 100k. I mean, killed it. I was told to take my Punisher hat off. I like it though, Jim. But I'll take it off for you because you requested it. Well, we're supposed to be a professional show, Chris. All right. Well, look at my hair. You know, I'm trying. I got to, you know, I need a haircut. I am. Put the, put the beanie back on. <laughs> exactly. There you go. All right. So, is, if you would have said anything about the hair, I would have never noticed. I noticed the beanie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I like the Punisher. It's, it's, a, it's a nice little beanie. Give it, give it some cred. Never seen it. Never seen the Punisher? Good, no. good, good movie. The show You're is going down a you're going down a rabbit hole if you're going to talk about uh, today's oh. shows that they, yeah, uh, <laughs> they've already made. I don't, I don't hey, watch I a lot of my, stuff. I just got my Disney Plus uh, subscription. So, did, did you, you watch it yet, Jim? Uh, I'm watching, watching me some Marvel. The Mandalorian? Are you going to watch that? Mandalorian? Yeah, I watched you watch the, that? the first episode. It was pretty good. It looks good. Definitely. Uh, did looks they have good. the whole season at once, or is it one no, episode this week? Uh, yeah. So far, there's only one episode up. Oh, have they said how often they're going to doubt, you know, put the other one on once no. a week, once a month, once <laughs> a year? I haven't seen nothing along that line yet. Oh, interesting. Uh, I haven't done it yet. I do have ESPN Plus. I know there's some kind of, I guess, group deal you could have with it. So, yeah, you, uh, can get, what... you can get the Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for twelve ninety nine a month. Uh, I only do. I really only do sports. I don't watch a lot of regular TV. Yeah. So and if you have regular TV, Apple TV too, but I love Marvel. And the wife loves I, Disney and Pixar, so it just seemed like a good thing. The price was cheap, less than six bucks a month. Yeah, that's not I bad. I actually had my daughter, my oldest daughter, print out for me uh, a list of all the Marvel movies in the order you need to see them. Because I think I've seen Iron Man, and that's it. I have started. I haven't watched the others. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to have, like, a Saturday night. You know, every Saturday night, the family will get together. Because my daughters can watch Marvel movies. You know, they had 13 and 9, mm-hmm. 12 and 9. Uh, so, like, we'll get together on Saturday nights. So we'll watch these things. And I did. I set this about up about two months ago, and now all of a sudden, every Saturday we have plans. It's amazing. It's like no one wants to watch these movies with me. Nobody. So I'm still. I still have only watched Iron Man. Iron Man's a good one. You watched one of the good ones. So is the second Iron Man, and even the third Iron Man. I mean, like all the Iron. Yeah, Man's not so much the third one. Yeah, not so much the third one. It starts getting kind of stupid. But I'm with you. Listen, I haven't watched a lot of Marvel. I have to watch all the Captain Americas. I've watched a couple of the Avengers, but I'm not like huge into it. I know Danny Otto down in the pit, and a lot of guys in the pit love it. So shout out to them because they they'll tell you everything it. you need to I, know. I love those. Movies. Yeah, those movies are good. I will admit, I will admit. Um, but I digress. I did what see Terminator. Terminator. That's another one. I, look, I like to watch movies just to sit back and let the world float, float away for two hours, and those movies are great for that. Yeah, you clear your mind because you can't just have stats and. You know, football, baseball, sports in your mind 24-7. You'll go crazy. You know I know, what I'm saying? I can't. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> it's just too much. Your, your brain, you can't take it. You need that 
time to clear out, basically the downtime to clear your mind. And, and those movies are great for that. You're right. Not like, you know, Godfather, where you actually have to think while you're watching the movie. Uh, so, total difference. But I was going to say this. Um, first of all, I will say this. I do want to get the Mandal- want to see The Mandalorian. Big fan of Boba Fett and Jenga Fett. So, I- I'm definitely going to get that. But, uh, so, talking about these games coming up next week, right? We're already into week 11. We already got a whole slate coming up. Start, sit. Also, give us a call, 844 843 Six eight seven nine. If if you have a question, starts it trades. I don't know. I think deadlines are here for trades. By the way, a couple of my leagues, the deadline already passed. So look at that. Make sure you know your trade deadline because it would be here by now. Uh, but t- tomorrow night you got Pittsburgh at Cleveland. This looks like a trap game for Pittsburgh. They're five and four. Who who would have thought with Mason Rudolph and uh, the Browns are three and six. I have a feeling the Browns are gonna make it a point to to take out the Steelers here. Uh, and go heavy with the Chubb and Kareem Hunt running game and not rely on Baker Mayfield so much. That being said... That would be a mistake. That would be a mistake? Why? Because Pittsburgh's number six against the run. I mean, they got to try, right? Well, they got to try. I don't know how how much... Look, Pittsburgh's defense has really... You you can make all all the fun, but ever since they got Minka Fitzpatrick, that entire defense has just seemed to come alive again. Mm-hmm. And those guys are playing like they really want to play and be out there. Where early in the season, it just, once they lost Big Ben, it just didn't seem like they wanted to do that. It seemed like they were out there going through the motions. All of a sudden now, these guys are playing some serious football. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm i surprised the Browns are favored in this game. I really am. It's amazing. Is it home? Yeah. I know it's only two and a half points, but still, I'm amazed that, um, that generally get three points being at home. That makes sense. Connor coming back. I just don't see it. Well, it, that, yeah. spread will, that spread will change because usually Pittsburgh is one of those teams, Dallas, Green Bay, New England, where a lot of money is going to come in on them uh, once the fans get involved. So that spread will change. But I'm not surprised Cleveland's a uh, favorite. You, get, you always get pretty much three points for being at home. Right, right. So that's what they are. Right. Uh, without that, Steelers be favored by a point. Yeah, but how could you favor them in any game right now? I just don't see Division it. rivals, you know, they know each other well. Uh, you know, well, you know, we'll see. Pittsburgh's these, been these hot. Guys are, those guys are better at it than I am, but, man, it just doesn't make sense to me. I get it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. The odds makers want you to bet the Steelers. I know, I, I got you know? it. George is the one yeah. always saying that. They're, they're not picking who they want to win and lose. They're picking exactly. who they can get the most money bet on. Right. right. Now, they're trying to get in the middle. That, well, the, all the odd figures one is in the middle. We're half bet on one side, half bet on the other side. They don't, that's why when these players get upset that Vegas, oh, I can't believe they were six-point favorites, that's just where the money was. That's all they care about. The, Vegas is not telling you who they think will win the game. Mm-hmm. They're telling you where the money is. That's all they're doing. That's why a spread changes. It was the money. Oh, my God, a lot of money came on on one side. So they had to change it. That's all that matters. Right. You know, people, don't, people don't understand that. Vegas is never telling you who they think is going to win the game. Right. They're telling you where the money's coming. And then it changes as the money comes in, too. So Exactly. Uh, or if there's an injury or something like that comes up, yes, that'll change the spread. But uh, it's generally, you see a spread moving. I was doing game time decisions with, decisions with Gabe on Monday. And the Monday night game, Seattle and San Fran, that, that change, we started at 5. By 6.30, that had changed the point, which is a huge change in an hour and a half span. Mm-hmm. And Gabe and I were trying to figure out why. Was there a late inactive? We knew George Kittle wasn't going to play way before this. So it wasn't that. But we never found out why. You know, there had to be a large amount of money that came in on one side very late. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go right there. That's the betting, you know, logistics right there. 
That's what you're looking at. Um, but in this game, Connor, right? Connor's coming back, Jim Day. Yes. Looks are like you it. plugging him right in? It doesn't matter. He, yeah, he's oh, not absolutely. limited. We're good to go. If he practices at least one day in full and everything's good, um, more than likely they'll take him off the injury report. If that happens, then absolutely plugging him right back in. Okay, so you're plugging him right back in there. Uh, you know, we can talk more about this tomorrow because this is tomorrow night's game. But, you know, I guess at this point, nobody's starting Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield's out there and waivers pretty much everywhere you go or on people's benches. But, uh, yeah, you're not starting him against Pittsburgh, especially in this game. Uh, defense is tough. Chubb, it's going to be a Chubb game all the way. What about Kareem Hunt? Okay, he had a pretty decent uh, start coming back because he was using the passing game. Uh, and obviously, you want to see a lot of that from Kareem Hunt. So in a PPR format, he could give you a decent floor. George, if you have Kareem Hunt right now, if you own him, are you plugging him in in this Thursday night game? Well, I don't own him. Uh, I, I, didn't, I wasn't yeah, wasting a draft pick, so I was not going to play for 10 weeks. Yeah. That wasn't going to happen. So uh, in a PPR league, you could think about it because he's more of a part of the passing game. Chubb is still the running back. He's going to run. Hunt's going to catch the ball. That's where they used him on Sunday. I think that continues somewhat. He does have value, but man, that a huge game, a big game, you're probably going to need a touchdown or two. You know, he's not going to get enough volume catching the ball. He's not going to have any run plays. Uh, this is going to be a, sort of a mess. It ticks fantasy owners off because Chubb's going to lose some touches, mm-hmm. you know, and Hunt won't get enough touches. Right. So it's, it's that sort of situation here. So, yeah, Hunt can be used in a PPR league, probably more of a flex play than a running back, too. Okay. More of a flex. Yeah, I, I think I might. I would if like I don't own him, but I might plug him in if I do. Especially considering that there's a still you still got bye weeks coming up, trying to make a playoff run. There's a lot of running backs hurt. You might have to, especially after this first game. Four carries, thirty yards. So he did good on the ground with only four carries. I would expect those carries to go up maybe a little bit more, maybe a couple more carries here, and especially if they start running the ball a lot and not putting the load on Baker Mayfield as much. And then nine targets. For seven catches and 44 yards. So 74 total yards on his first game back. It's pretty good. Uh, and you got to like the seven receptions. So, you know, I think it could be a decent, you know, PPR option this week. I know it's hard to trust, but I feel like these, both you. these running backs are going to play good. Yeah. I'm with you. Like George said, I mean, I think Chubb is going to have a hard time running against this offense. Uh, you know, it's not like he's not going to. And I'm not saying sit Chubb because. All he needs is one play to take it to the house and make it worthwhile, um, and that's still possible. I just don't think he's going to have consistent success about against his defense. And in that case, I think Hunt definitely comes involved. Like you said, nine targets in his first game back after missing all that time. I'll take that any day of the week. I think we see that again, and I just think he's just going to get a little stronger each week the more he gets playing time. And I, I think he's we're going to see that. We saw what? I think he had 11 touches last week, which was exactly right where I said 10 to 12, and he got yeah. 11, so I'll First take game that. Back to you. I wouldn't be surprised if he sees 14 maybe this week. With 14 touches, I, I think he could do some damage, especially if they keep using him in the passing game. So, yeah. uh, you know, if you held on to him this long, unless you have, you know, great options and don't need him, I think he makes a great flex play. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you right there, Fancy Taz Jim Day. Now, yeah, wait, wait, now that I say that, though, let's clear the air. Don't use him in flex on a Thursday night. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't use him in the flex on a Thursday night. That's true. Plug him into the RB spot if you need to. All right, be right back on a fantasy football frenzy home day. 
Casey Taz, Jim Day, George Curtis, boy, the coach, Chris Ventra. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Football Frenzy. I am your host for Closer, Chris Ventra, here in Studio 34. Of course, you catch us every day from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on the Sports Grid Network. Get on the grid. Zumo TV Channel 719 on Stir, 2Rs, and uh, iHeartRadio, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Every day, every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today is hump day, where we can play around a little bit because you don't necessarily need to do all the start-sit. We will take your questions, of course, at 844-843-6879. But, you know, we could we could do what we want because we still got two days to work on that. And we got Thursday Night Football, which we already discussed. Uh, so, guys, you want to talk a little bit more about start-or-sit, guys, for the weekend I, that you I, like? I, or power I, I want rankings. to apologize to everybody in the Goon Squad League because I can't really make too many trades. <laughs> Um, my starting lineup is pretty solid. Uh, you know, it's got the guys I like, and the rest of the guys I have right now don't have any trade value. I have two decent quarterbacks, but nobody needs quarterbacks in that league. So um, I tried to look yesterday, trying to make all kinds of trades. Lance and I were going back and forth trying to make one, but he and I are in the same boat. We both need a win this week to try and keep into the mix. And, you know, trades that would work for him wouldn't work for me. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I tried to look at it all yesterday, guys. Uh, unless there's anybody specific on my team you want, right now I'm having a hard time finding a good trading Good partner. deal. It's always hard to find a good deal. I mean, you know, it's just hard to trade in general. It's people's values of players are different. You know, I, uh, I value Dalvin Cook highly. I got a trade offer today, Chris Carson and Gerald Everett for Dalvin Cook. I don't know if the kid is underestimating, you know, how much I love Dalvin Cook or, you know, how much I know about what's going on, but I am never going to do that trade. Bruce Carson for and Gerald Everett for, for Dalvin Cook, that's not happening. That's a quantity. Yeah, I need a tight end. Uh, and, yeah, I downgraded a running back, but it's not that bad because it's Chris Carson. But he is on a bye this week. And I'm a five and five team. A lot of it also depends on your record. If you're seven and two, if you're eight and one, uh, you know whatever. If you're undefeated, you you know you don't. You, it doesn't matter. You know you could take a loss here and there if you got guys on a bye. You don't have to make a a desperate trade to fill in a bye week. You know for a guy that you know is one of your best players. Let's say, you know you don't need to do that. So it depends on your record. Uh, and I did saw a trade right here. Uh, I know Jim already answered it, but let's see what George say. Would you trade Dalvin Cook for Zeke and Michael Thomas? Dalvin Cook for Zeke for and, Zeke Ma- and Michael, Michael Thomas? Thomas? Yes, yes. I, I run to do that deal. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Yeah, I would absolutely. Wow. That's a great deal. I mean, shout out to Greg Someone Martinez. Is really down on Zeke. Yeah. And Michael Thomas has been the best wide receiver in the league right now. I mean, consistency-wise and just the targets and volume, I mean, 
He's just crushing like it. 300 catches. That's, that's an easy trade, yeah. Yeah, easy trade right there. I, please offer me trades like that. I haven't seen a trade like that offered to me yet. That'd be beautiful. I love slam dunks. <laughs> yeah. I want more slam dunks like that. Um, I'm seeing other things right here. Debo Samuel, Manuel Sanders, most likely out. All right. Vance McDonald or Eric Ebron this week? Jim Day. Vance. I've never been big on Vance McDonald, so I'm going Ebron. Just because he has that touchdown capability. Ebron. Okay, so they're at home against the Col- uh, against the Jags. And um, Vance is Thursday night against Cleveland. Yeah. And Jacksonville is 19th in the league against opposing tight ends. So There you go right there. And, pl- I mean, Ebron's just been playing better. I mean, Vance had one week where he had the touchdown. He kind of popped, but hasn't been really doing anything otherwise. You know, so no reason to uh, to start Vance right now. He's another one of those guys where every year this is the year he's going to finally break out. They got rid of Jesse James, and everybody said, ah, McDonald's the guy this year. We got to jump on McDonald. Yeah, I think too many people jumped on him, and he said, no, get off. <laughs> Would you – I'm seeing one more from the chat before we go into whatever else we want to go into, but Hunt or Marlon Mack? Would you start Kareem Hunt over Marlon Mack, George? Mack has been slightly disappointing this year. Right? We haven't seen the big dog. The big numbers from him. Didn't even do a great job against Miami last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hunt, I think his Hunt is limited, so it depends what you want there. Right. Once again, it has to be PPR to even consider Hunt here. I'm probably still going to go Mack here, but you know, they'll need a touchdown deodorant. Whichever one gets a touchdown, mm-hmm. that's the one that'll win this. I'll stay with Mack, but I don't love it. Yeah, I don't love it either. Um, that's a tough one. That is a good question, actually. Uh, from Jerry in the chat, in the flex spot, Jamison Crowder or James White in the PPR? Taz. Okay, wait, I missed that. Who was it? Uh, for a flex spot, Jamison Crowder or James White in the PPR spot? Ooh, I, I do like Crowder this week. He's definitely involved in that passing offense the way we expected him to be. He's healthy, and they're going against the Redskins. Uh, I'm game. probably gonna go with the uh, go with Crowder in this one. Oh wait, oh Crowder, okay. I I haven't seen. I know James White was pretty consistent so far throughout the year. I haven't seen his last couple games. I know they just had the buy and stuff, so he's been consistent in PPR, right? Like double digit. Oh yes, fantasy his, points. his last game, he actually had his best game of the year. He had uh, uh had to tuck the his lone rushing touchdown. <laughs> Against the Ravens, uh, yeah. which put him over the top, uh, you know it, it. Yeah, he's been consistent. He get he'll get you double digit points pretty much every single week. Right. I just think Crowder has a bigger upside in this game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. New England at Philadelphia, and uh, you know the Jets are at Washington. So, great great opportunity right there. Even though Demarius Thomas has been getting involved, I don't know why Robbie Anderson. Had the perfect opportunity to explode last week and couldn't, you know, he didn't. Uh, he actually completely dudded it. And I don't know. What do you expect, George Kurtz, from Robbie Anderson the rest of the way? Do you think that he'll end up being a more consistent flex option or uh, you're, you're done? You you know, put him on the bench. Because I've been starting. I'm, pro- I'm much closer to being done. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's done nothing. That's another good matchup here. I want to start him. Right, I mean it's, it's Washington. We know they can't do much. Dwayne Haskins is going to start the game. He's not going to. Uh, Washington's not going to have the ball that much. The Jets should have the time possession and more possessions, yeah. which is more opportunities to Anderson do some damage. 
So I want to start him, but right now where some, there are some places you look for a reason to start them. With Anderson, I'm looking for a reason to bench him. Yeah. You know, so he would need to be my only option to still be in my lineup. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So I'm I'm with you with that. I mean, I'm done. I'm kind of done. Tried it a couple weeks in a row. If I would have started Debo Samuel this past week instead of Robbie, I would have won that GST game that I lost by point one, uh, by a lot. But you know, I, at that point, how am I going to start Debo Samuel over Robbie Anderson? Sanders was playing at the time, but now we're hearing Sanders and Debo looking like they might not play this weekend. That hurts. So, and I saw in the chat. Jimmy Garoppolo or Nick Foles this week without Emmanuel Sanders and Debo. And I'm not sure, you know, if Kittle's coming back this week either. You know, if you're missing those three guys, you can't start. You can't start Garoppolo. I, I couldn't even do it. That's I mean, what he needs, can't. another excuse to be bad. There's more. I, that's the thing, though. You're putting more and more inexperienced wide receivers to drop the ball. No. I mean, you're better off with Foles. Those aren't two great options either way, though. I mean, you know, you should... Have maybe a better QB option out there besides just those two, uh, I would hope, but I guess not. Uh, yeah, Connor will play. I'm seeing Tyler Lockett won't be ready till week 12 with his leg injury, so the expectation is week 12. That's next week. <laughs> yeah, that is next week. You're right, uh, but that's not this week. So, uh, and Matt Stafford not practicing again on Wednesday. We figured that. That's why I like Dallas this week uh, in fantasy circles. To start, I mean, listen, Driscoll there, chances are he makes some mistakes. Probably don't score a ton of points. Dallas's defense. Okay, wait, no, I got to clear something up. You said Stafford wasn't practicing today. I'm seeing news that he is practicing today. You got a new update? Uh, look, I, I do it. We're pretty much almost everybody else does it. Roto World. All right, uh, they're I'm saying at... he's practicing today. Actually, according to Roto Wire, Roto Wire, right. he did not practice today. <laughs> George with the plug. There I love you it. Go. Go, Go ahead, to George. Roto Wire and Roto World I do, said this. I do some work for them. Roto so, Wire. Uh, yeah, not practicing. I mean, chances are he's not going to play this week, Stafford. So uh, you know, you got to look elsewhere if you got the quarterback, and you could start Dallas's D. So uh, if you you know you're streaming D's like I am in a lot of leagues, uh, I got a question. What about this one? Would you start Ronald Jones this week? Okay, in the flex, at home against New Orleans, or Curtis Samuel against Atlanta. So are you, George. Ooh, that's actually a that's good a tough one. one yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Samuel. Uh, Saints have got to be pissed off, right? That was not a good game. No. On Sunday. they, they got to be angry. Not that it was the defense's fault. It wasn't. It was the offense's fault. Right. But I think they come out and they come out and uh, shut things down here. Uh, I'm not I'm not really thrilled about any of my Buccaneers. And I have a lot of Buccaneers. Evans, Winston. Uh, don't have don't have Rojo, sorry, Chris. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go with Curtis Samuel here. I do own a couple of leagues. It's a better chance for some points here. I think that's going to be a tough going Tampa Bay on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. They're also good against the run and the pass. I mean, they're one of the better defenses in the league so far this year. I mean, we're almost towards the end of the season already. So, um, yeah, I just think that it's going to be tough. I guess I got to throw in Samuel. I don't really like it though. I feel like the targets haven't been there for Samuel Jim Day. You know, like it's just he's getting touchdowns the last couple of weeks, and that's what's putting him into that 13, 14-point fantasy point range. But without those touchdowns, you're talking about seven, six, seven fantasy points the last couple of weeks. So, And Rojo, who had eight catches for 77 yards last week and is now the RB1 on this team, I don't know. I'm just having a – like this is one of my decisions I have to make. 
you know. And it's a tough one. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Like George was alluding to it, and it really comes down to me is was last week's Atlanta's defense game was. Does that get them going so that they continue to play that well going right. forward? In which case, you could throw all all the numbers out from before last was week. Was it average? Because they were a different defense last week. If that's going to be them going forward, then I, I agree with you. Samuel was a tough call call this week. But if they fall back to what they've been doing all year, you know that was the big game. They got up for the big game against the Saints and did what they had to do. And now they fall back to what they've been doing all year, which has been nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it could really play into his hands. The problem is we just don't know. Well, they they did change the play calling. Right, it's no longer Quinn. Now it's the I think it's the linebacker coach offhand that's mm-hmm. calling the defensive plays. So maybe there's something to that. Maybe it's trying to save people's jobs. Maybe it's the bye week. Whatever it is. But Jim's right. Yeah, you know, we don't know until we see it again this week. It made it a one you know a one time rivalry game, division right. game. They got up for it. Now this week they don't care. Yeah, we go back to see what we've had. It'll be, uh, as as always, it'll be interesting to find out. Yeah, it might be one of those uh, aberration weeks, like one of those weeks where Atlanta just, you know, had their number on the Saints. The defense just played hard. I mean, I don't think that defense all of a sudden is going to be, you know, a a good defense or anything like that. I I would obviously need to see more. Well, wait, wait, slow down, because they do have some good players on that defense. And if it was just simply they needed somebody fresh to start calling the defenses, we could see them turn that around. Um, you know, it happens all the time. Yeah. You know, one guy gets in there, he gets stale. He's calling the same things all the time. The offense gets cued in on it, and then they just get decimated. All of a sudden, you got a fresh guy coming in and calling different defenses, maybe putting more pressure on, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe, you know, using more man as opposed to zone. You know, those kinds of things absolutely matter. Right. And if that's the case, and, you know, Atlanta does have enough playmakers where they can be a good defense. We've seen them be a good defense recently. Right. And, you know, so I, I'm i not sure I'm ready just to toss it away and say it was a one-week game yet. Right. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, last year they made a run. They started off poorly, made a run. I mean, I could see Atlanta doing that. The offense could help that. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, week, week 11 coming up. All right. End of the program. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Thursday. We'll talk more about these games. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. I just got a question here. Would you drop Philip Rivers for Derek Carr or Nick Foles? Which... I wouldn't do it for Foles. I would seriously consider it for Carr. Yeah. Yeah, Rivers is droppable. Well, they're yeah, all, you know, he not, always not seems the top to come one. on strong in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. He always gets his game his right. act together. Same thing with, with Allen. Allen. Always seems to start out relatively slow in the first half of the season and then just catches fire in the second half. He's got his full complement of weapons uh, with Henry healthy and playing well, Mike Williams on the field. I still have Rivers higher than the two you mentioned on my rest of season rankings. Let's see. I have have Rivers at 16. I have, uh, uh, let's see, I have Foles at 23 and Carr at 24. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's just I, I don't know what to expect out of Foles in that offense now. We'll have to see. Right. I think he goes back to, you know, feeding D.D. Westbrook. And we'll have to see what happens with Chark. That scares me a little bit. Mm. And Carr, you know, he has some good games. They're playing good football. Oakland's playing a lot better than people expected. No doubt about it. Uh, Ty Williams has made a big difference there and has become a big playmaker for them. And Waller. Yeah. Waller, who started out great, is slowing down a little bit as they get more other people involved in the passing game. So that's a definite concern. But, yeah, I think I'd stick with Rivers just because of his, his history of playing better in the second half. Yeah, and the the long-term factor, I think Rivers is better in the long-term. I know Carr has had a good year, but he's not really a great fantasy quarterback, you know? He's getting like 18 points in fantasy. It's not enough to be a guy you want on your roster as, I am assuming this is the QB1 for this person, so he's got obviously issues at quarterback maybe. He's a decent QB2, a fill-in guy for like a, a week this week versus Cincinnati, but, you know, tough matchups or if it's not one of these horrible defenses... You're not starting Carr. Rivers, you could start because, you know, if he starts catching fire, that's a guy you could throw in there because he, he, if he throws the ball a lot, he puts up numbers. I, I mean, he, he could put up numbers. Well, he got I, his I weapons. do want to clarify one thing. Five out of Carr's last seven starts have been over 20 fantasy points. Five out um, of his last He didn't spot. have a great game this week against uh, the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Only had, what, 17.3, depending on your scoring. Right. Somewhere in that range, 17, 18 points. Uh, but the three weeks before that, he'd all been over 20. Um, yeah, sure, he, he struggles against some of the best, better defenses, but most of them do. Yeah. Um, he's got two good matchups right here coming up in a row against the Bengals and the Jets. Yes. And then Kansas City. Um, then he's got the Chiefs, which are su- surprisingly a, a very tough matchup for passing games these yeah. days. Um, you know, so he, he does have a, a tougher schedule down the final pit where he's got the Titans, Jaguars, Chargers, and Broncos. So, right. yeah, I think I'd stick with Rivers. 